Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Playoff tickets vary immensely in pricing. Uh, our boy Bob Nightingale said, there is a drastic interest in ticket prices during the MLB wildcard rounds. I'm going to dispute that based on what he just put below that. Um, the Marlins-Phillies game... Game one is the most expensive wild card game by 503%. Get in prices for game one as of Monday were $199 to just get in. Rangers raise $33. Steve-Axe Brewers, $22. It is $7 to get yeah, into the Blue Jays-Twins game. I find that hard to believe. Where are we at as a sport? See, to me, that's, that's kind of concerning. But like, I feel that it's hard what? to believe because... Seven dollars? I mean, that's obviously general admission, like standing room probably only, but still seven <laughs> bucks. I mean, you can at least get a twenty spot for that, can't you? I'm gonna check out. I'm not gonna name any names, but I'm gonna check out some ticketing sites. Okay. Um, and see how much it costs right now to get into Twins Blue Jays. If I wanted to go go to the game, they make you stand in front of soon. behind a pillar. Like that's like you you have standing room only, but they make you obstruct your view. There are like, no pillars in that target field though. The target no. field is nice. They did a great job with that. They place. did a great job. They really did. But seven bucks? If you're in Minnesota and you're like, man, like our team has less wins than the other team that we're playing, and we still have a home game, you gotta get out there. Unless it's snowing, you you should be out there. Seven bucks? Come on. Listen, the Twins fans go. pack it in. That's not Yeah. It's real. I mean, I'm on a ticketing site right now, section 334, 326, all these spots, so single seats? digits, $9. And that's just on one. I'm sure you can find a couple bucks less. Seriously? Single well, digits to get sad, in. Man. 334, how, row seven. Like, how, that's are a real tickets, seat. how are their tickets, like, first of all, available? I mean, I know these are secondary ticket yeah, sites, yeah. but still, $7, $9? Like, that just, that's ridiculous. But, Honestly, but, I'm, I'm embarrassed. But they're serious. There's series that there's series that it's not the stadium's not completely filled. Like we had, we were talking to Juan Pierre the other day, and he was talking about how the year they won the World Series in '03. Said the first series there was whole sections upper deck that weren't filled. Like the Marlins, I I get it, but Marlins. I mean, is Minnesota that much more you know larger market? I know they come and watch games. Juan P. By the way. Hey, Juan P's a guy. I can't give away yeah, my. It's a legend's territory. It is legends. Yeah, okay. not, why not? You're not included on all of that. How do I not get in on that one? I mean, I played with that dude for like five years. Did he? Did he no, buy you a suit? Have. Oh hell no. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he bought you a suit. Oh my gosh. Hell I, yeah. I bought him an ice cream because he had twelve of them a day. We still had an eight pack. Loved it. Anyway, that I, with a gift. I just think Hold it's up. yeah. I want to. I want to bring this in. So. Ryan Helsley of the St. Louis Cardinals joining us right now. And first off, Ryan, congrats on um, finishing up the 2023 season, dude. Uh, good to see you. But, you know, I like to carry the combos right into our guests that are on with us frequently. So, dude, I don't know if you heard, but, like, we're going over some ticket prices. I mean, it's 
it's a couple hundred bucks or more to just get into Phillies Marlins tonight. But are you surprised when you hear like Blue Jays twins and you can get in the building in the section 300 for single digit dollars? Like that's cool to be able to afford it. But also for me, like personally, I'm a little bit embarrassed as a sport where like that wouldn't happen in basketball and football. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, I mean, nine bucks. I feel like the fans got to take advantage of that. I mean, like you said, you'd think playoffs, the uh, ticket prices would be astronomical. Um, so Hopefully they're just trying to fill that place up and create a better environment for the game. All right, I got, I got another on the playoff front. So when the bracket comes out, okay, and I looked at the times, I was so excited because they have done this in the past. I was like, here we go. We're going to get like a 1 o'clock, a 3.30, a 6, and an 8.30, something like that, right? You know, because we can go on two-and-a-half-ish hour intervals. Yeah, if one's like kind of finishing up or an extras, okay. But we could be like – March Madness for two, three days, and we're not getting that. Do you wish that it was that way versus two games at the same time, essentially, two games at the same time, essentially, for your viewing experience because you're a baseball fan? Yeah, it would be nice, you know, to get to watch the majority of all the games instead of having to pick one. Um, you know, I don't know what the reasoning is behind that, but uh, it would be nice, you know, to get to catch, you know, because the best time of the year for baseball, so to be able to catch majority of the games I think would be better. Which one are you catching? Which one are you most interested of the four series? Do you want to do you want to watch? Honestly, I don't know. I mean, really, I don't even know who's playing who. To be quite honest with you, I kind of checked out there for a little bit uh, the last couple of days. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's, there's going to be some great matchups. I think Texas and uh, the Rays. You know, I know quite a few guys on both those teams, so I might be tuning into that one. Okay, so then since you don't know who's going to win the World Series. I feel like it's so hard to pick against Atlanta, man. They've just clicked on all cylinders from day one. Um, I think them, I, I think you can never count the Rays out. Their pitching is always great. And they're obviously started the year out winning 20 something games. So if they catch fire like that again, I mean, once you get in the playoffs, you never know what's going to happen. So, I mean, you just got to get in. And I think that's what makes it so exciting. So, okay. Do you root for a team? Because I, I remember when I was playing, I didn't really root for teams. I kind of rooted for players. Do you root for a team because you're still playing or do you root for players, you know, or do you root yeah. for organization? I mean, I mean, how do you go about watching this without just, you know, because sometimes you get annoyed. You're like, damn it. I don't want that team to win. Cause I don't like that dude. I don't want him to get a ring. <laughs> right. Or, Oh, I'm really happy for this guy. Cause he's going to get, it's, it's such a hard thing when you're still active. Yeah. I think it would be cool to see Texas win. You know, we got a couple guys that got traded over there or, you know, Toronto, we had a couple guys go there too. Um, yeah, mostly just the guys that are with us in the clubhouse this year. Hopefully they can make a deep run. You know, it'd be cool to, you know, see them, you know, get to play in the World Series. Did you send a text to Monty, Jordan Montgomery, your former teammate? Good luck, dude. No, Go get him. Yeah, no. I haven't yet. He's been pitching great. I've talked to Stratton a little more than him, talked to Hicks a little bit. Um, but he's been pitching great. You know, they've got a great staff down there and, you know, they got a great offense, too. I think Texas is a, a could be a sleeper to win it, too. By the way, if you text Monty, would he respond with, like, who is this? Because after we had him on the other day, we had him on the other day, there was a couple questions. Like, I think he didn't remember Kratz. I mean, it was – it was. He remembers. There was a couple Kratz. times where he's like, wait, who am I talking to again? <laughs> Stop it. No, he should. He's, he's pretty cool about it. He should remember. Okay. All right. Just Dude, you know, Monty's remember? a gem. Oh, he was unbelievable. By the way, you you missed this, AJ, but we had 
we had Ryan Plesko on the other day. I'm just going to say it, crap. Oh, yeah. Thought, he thought, he thought crap was me. AJ a couple times. <laughs> Which is unbelievable because I've known Klesko forever. Yeah, well. And when I was with the Braves, he would see think. me every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a lot There was a lot going on with Klesko. He was yeah, on was for like he, was PG. he had the big, he was in the car, he had these big glasses on, and he was like, yeah, you know, AJ, when we're, you know, when we were hitting home runs and stuff like that, and AJ, and then you hear in the background, you hear, turn left at the stop sign. Like, it was, <laughs> it was, it was a lot going on. He's holding on, he's holding on to the, oh, crap bar, too. He's like, he's holding on as tight as he can. His wife is, I assume his wife is driving. It was, there's a lot going on. Was, so I appreciate yeah, it. Was it was a like. Yeah. Yeah, uh, totally. Ryan, do you have a teammate who is most likely to mess up someone's name? That currently plays with me, or either one, either, either one. Um, mess up a teammate's name. Uh, I don't anybody know. like in the org where he's like, "Yo, what's up, Bob?" And it's like, "Yo, that's not Bob. That's Mike." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's actually a funny story. He might get mad that I say this, but when Arenado came over in 21, he was calling one of our clubbies the wrong name for like half the year, and that was that was pretty hilarious because I just found out about that like a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> what was he what yeah, was he calling him was it close i, I don't he... remember I, I wish i did remember but uh i don't remember what he was calling him it just was not his name and the guy just ran with it and he's like how am i gonna say something no one arenado you know he just knew that's what he called him so <laughs> <laughs> you okay. guys should have said to, no one like stopped arenado or told the clubby eventually like dude just go up to him and be like yo nolan you're you're the man but it's mike not john no no they did it didn't go on for very long but it, you know when he first got there he was calling you know something else and they're like dude that's not his name and then he, he felt terrible obviously and he was like my bad and the club he just laughed about it. he's like it's all good so there's but, a way to but, fix that extra well a lot of the teams <laughs> have the news. clubhouse names on the shirt now yeah. Especially in the visiting clubhouse, they have the like Tampa. You go to Tampa, oh, they have like yeah. the name on the shirt. Yeah, visiting. So we used to have, when I had Juan Uribe, we had Juan Uribe and Octavio Dotel oh. on the team. Nick Swisher calls them both on the bus one night to the front. He goes, "We're going to play a game. Oh, name yeah. that teammate." Yep. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen because they didn't know any of them, <laughs> and Uribe had been with us for like four or five years at this point. Yep. And Dotel was new, but. They're like, Rebe, who's that? And he's like, he only knew numbers. He's like, that's 42. <laughs> and we're like, what? And he's like, uh, did it, like Mark Burley. He's like, Bailey, that's Bailey, Bailey. How did he address anyone on the team? Like if he had to Poppy. say something. Poppy. 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 Okay, but you say Poppy, half the freaking clubhouse looks up, no? That's the that's why it was so funny. And then you oh got Dotel who didn't know anybody. <laughs> I mean, he, like Canerco, he'd be like, that's King, that's King, King. Because he couldn't say Canerco, King, King. Oh, well, that's different. He couldn't say the name, but did he know? They, no, but then there was like, there was literally. Guys where he didn't know. We went name. guy by guy, and there was a 25 guys. There was about 10. He's like, I, both of them. No idea what their names are. Wow. It was great. You know everybody's name, right, Ryan? On the team? Or the clubhouse? Or beyond that, in the org, everywhere. No, like, yeah. everybody, like, if we played that game with the Cardinals organization, would you be good? Yeah, I, d- I definitely try to know everybody's name, you know, have more of a personal relationship and knowing them and, you know, just treating them like a normal human being. You know, we're just normal guys like them. And I feel like it's important to, you know, build that relationship because they help everything go smoothly, too. So it's uh, I think it's important to know everybody's name. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So one name that, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to um, address as much starting next year is Adam Wainwright. So... Um, what was that like for you? We had Wayno on yesterday for a while and we went over his experience. What about from your experience? Like you've been on the team for several years, you've been around Wayno. Like, did you get emotional? Did you shed a tear? Did you just have a lot of fun with it? Were you one of the guys that told him to get kicked out of the game? Like Joey Votto style? Cause he said some teammates came up to him and said that. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many emotions, you know, obviously no one coming into this year, you know, it was going to be his last year and, um, he didn't have the year he wanted to, obviously. And, you know, everybody wanted him to get to 200 wins really bad and all thankful that he was able to do that and, you know, pitch through some pain, obviously. And um, I think the moment that got me the most was when probably the same one that got him, I think he talked about it, was when Yachty and Albert walked out because nobody knew Yachty was coming. Um, and the crowd just erupted. It was, a, it was a pretty cool feeling just to be there and to be able to share that moment with everybody there. And, you know how much they meant to each other and, you know, they played together their whole careers. And that was a really special moment to be a part of. Was that, was there anybody that was like, I'm not going to the ceremony. I don't really know Wayne, right? I don't need to go. No, you probably get kicked off the team if you just said something <laughs> like that. <laughs> you might not ever show up in Bush Stadium ever again. Somebody's looking to get traded maybe? Yeah. If you don't want to be in St. Louis, you might do something like that. That's oh, really cool. That's all. That was. I think that was after he won his 200th game. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, awesome. He, you know, I'm just happy again because he would have been Mister 199. I know he would have been all over him because he's. Him. Yeah. You, you, well, you know, and you have actually the unique connection, Ryan, where you've spent a decent amount of time now this year um, talking to the guy sitting next to me, and you've been around Wayno a lot. Those two are back at it together as the dynamic duo with Adam and me and calling the playoff series coming up so um any advice for aj based on wayno this year anything because aj was so pumped i mean jokingly but to call him mr 199 and then he pulled off 200 and wayno told him yesterday like oh mr 200 sounds good you could call me that so <laughs> you got any juice for aj to spit back at wayno coming up this weekend uh, I mean, if, if you're into fantasy football, you can definitely talk some smack about it. That'll get under his skin. He's he's crazy about fantasy football uh, or any, any golf golf stuff. He takes that pretty seriously too. Um, other than that, that's that's about it. I think I think you guys are gonna kill it. I'm excited to listen to him talk. Cause I know he's been excited about doing it when he did it. Maybe it was last year, or the year before, whenever he did it. But he's he's talked about it a good bit about how he's looking forward to that and how he just loves the game of baseball and um, you know he can't wait to you know move on to the next chapter. Anybody yeah, we've done it. We've oh, go, go ahead, Crouchy. Oh, no, no, I was gonna say we've done it twice now together. This will be our third time, Ryan. So he's 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 a he's a grizzled veteran at this point of the broadcasting <laughs> booth. Okay, and now he's a former player. Now so he's he a former really player, go. so now he can really open up and tell all those juicy stories exactly. about all of you guys. So watch out. I'm gonna see. Like, I'm gonna be like, hey, you got any Ryan Helsley stories you can tell us? About? No. <laughs> He'll probably have something he wants to share. Who knows? That guy. That guy's got Hey, what do you uh, you ever hear at the end of the season? You ever hear, oh yeah, now I get to pick my own friends. You ever hear that in the clubhouse? 
No, but I mean, it is. It was weird this year. You know, every year I've been in the big leagues, we've made the playoffs, and this was the first year we knew when our season was going to end. And an hour after the game, the clubhouse was empty. It was pretty surreal, you know, to just have it end so abruptly. Even though we knew it was coming, you know, it's still not a good feeling, you know, to know that it's over. And you know, you only have so much time in this game and trying to be the best you can be every day. So um, a little bittersweet, but you know, on the Silver lining of things, get to spend some time with family and, you know, hopefully get after this offseason and maybe get back in the postseason next year. So he said maybe. Do you guys have the team or do you guys need a lot of additions to get back to the postseason? And what do you need to do in the offseason to help your team get back to the postseason or for you to have a better year than you did this year? Yeah, I mean, it was it was a weird year. You know, we started out, you know, winning a couple games and losing a few games you know it was just we could never get on the the right foot or the right path and um you know we have a lot of guys that have pitched in the postseason played in the postseason and so I think you know we have some experience there but I definitely think we're gonna have to add something to it you know that's above my pay grade I don't really know what they see wanting to add but uh yeah just myself I think just being healthy you know I mean being out there and being available for the team and you know helping get get outs whenever they need me I think you know is something I need to be available for and um, you know, glad I was able to come back the last month and pitch well down the stretch and, you know, go into the offseason feeling good. Hey, Ryan, uh, two things. One, we just showed video of you pitching. Man, for a guy that throws 102, you throw a lot of damn sliders. But that's besides the point. A lot of, a lot of strikeouts on those sliders. <laughs> Welcome to 2020. I mean, dude, he's throwing a hundred, he throws like one, it's 103, and then it's like, wee, 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 wee. Okay, whatever. Whatever works, but that's okay. What do you do the first, let's say, two weeks of the offseason? Do you decompress? Do you not? talk about baseball do you watch because when I was playing I watched every playoff game like I said but I mean a lot of guys just get away don't want to know what's happening do you just go away spend time with the family what, what's your routine like for the offseason I'm sure I'll watch more this year just because we had so many guys get traded away you know and you're rooting for them and you know like out in Arizona Gallon, you know I was pretty good friends with him in the minor leagues and you know this is their first playoff appearance and I don't know how long but you know he's had a great year so it'll be fun to watch him compete too in the playoffs I think for the first time, I might be wrong, but um, it'll be cool to see him out there and that young team go at it. And yeah, just for me, you know, I like to hunt and fish. I like to kind of get away from the um, hustle and bustle of the city. So I like to go home and, you know, get out in the woods and just, you know, just kind of live life and decompress. And, you know, I'll start working out relatively soon. You know, I like to work out. I like being in the gym. So I'll probably start doing some stuff next week and just take this week off and um, get back in there next week. But Throwing wise, I'll probably take a few weeks off and you know pick back up in November. So Ryan, some people will say I don't have any regrets about anything in the past because I'm good where I'm at right now. Sure, but at the same time, obviously you wish you were playing playoff baseball. So is there one moment that if you could switch it around from this past season, you would like one game that sticks out where you're like, damn, we had that game and we got got screwed on a call or we just lost on a bad bounce, whatever, or one moment in the season. If you just think back, I'm giving you the option to just like turn around a little bit of fate. What would you do? You know, there was a stretch. I forgot when it was. We swept Boston and then beat LA at home like three out of four or something. You know, I think I felt like that was, all right, we're going to start rolling, you know, but for whatever reason, we just, we didn't, you know, and, you know, obviously I got hurt in early June and we played a little under 500 baseball the rest of the year. Um, I think early on, though, like first season against Toronto, it might have been the opening game of the year. Um, we ended up losing the game, but it was like 11 to 9 or 11 to 10, you know, just a crazy game. And 
Um, early on, we just got beat by, you know, a lot of balls that found the hole and it was just tough. I felt like losing those games just kind of deflates your team and, you know, being in the back end of the bullpen, you just feel like it's, you know, all on your shoulders when you lose the game, obviously. And there's just moments early in the season where, you know, whether it's the seventh, eighth or ninth, you know, we lost some close games that maybe could have propelled us and got us moving. Um, but for whatever reason, you know, we just, we didn't do it. Um, do you go ha-ha Cubs because they were a rival and they were in it to the finish and they collapsed? Like, right you now... Can't, you can't really ask him this because as a wow. player he's going to give you... But listen, if he wants but to continue... But if he wants to continue to be a Cardinal for a long time, he's got to say yes because if he says, no, I was... I was really rooting for him. They're going to be like, yep, you're getting traded to Oakland. Here, I'll, I'll rephrase it, okay? I, you're not paying attention to the Cubs situation because you're focused on yourself and, and the Cardinals. I'm just saying, like, let's, I'm going to paint the scenario, okay? And Wayno comes into the clubhouse and goes, no shit. The Cubs just blew it, and they, they're out of the freaking postseason picture. After all that, they were comfortably in the spot going after the NL Central division. Like, where would your happiness meter be like if it's right here right it's just like you're you're just chilling like does it go like this a little bit does it go like that like where are we here yeah um, I honestly didn't know what their deal was I knew they were winning but and then I saw a stat I think when they were in Miami or no Atlanta um that they had lost like 12 out of 17 or something down the stretch and you know they had a they had a good lineup and a good team and you know they they didn't make really any moves at the trade deadline because they felt like they had a chance to push for it. And, um, yeah, just to see them. I mean, that's part of baseball. You've all, you've all been around baseball, and you just, you just never know. It's day by day. And to see them kind of do that, you know, I mean, they could say the same thing about us this year. You know, at the beginning of the season, we were probably picked to win the division and make a playoff run. But here we are. Yeah, you know, the Cubs, the Cubs rivalry. You hate the Cubs. It's okay. You don't have don't, – don't do anything. Don't say a word if you don't like the Cubs. I understand. Yep, that's great. <laughs> would you rather, if you knew the end, if you knew the end of the season this year, would you rather have had the Cardinals' path or the Cubs' path? Knowing you weren't going to make it, would you rather be super close or would you rather be where you guys were? I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I've never really thought about it that way. I mean, I feel like we've always played – I heard Wayno say it before in like his 18 years or whatever – this was like the earliest he's not played meaningful games, which was like, you know, mid-September, I think. Out of all the years, this was the only year, like maybe down to like the last day that they weren't playing meaningful games. So I think, you know, in that aspect that they were playing meaningful meaningful games right down to the end, you know, that means a lot of guys probably would have had better seasons. So, yeah, I'll probably, probably say the Cubs, you know, in it to the, to the very end. Like obviously that heart breaks a, a little more, you know, thinking you're going to have a chance at the playoffs and, you know, all of a sudden the wheels kind of fall off, so to speak, and, um, you know, it just didn't go their way. Give me one thing this off season that you're looking forward to doing. It could be something that you've got on the calendar. Cause I know the guys will start to plan like the precious moments that you have where you're not committed to a schedule. So is there a trip? Um, or is there just like a situation at home? Like, Hey, I can't want, wait to binge watch a series. Um, honestly, yeah, just spending time with my daughter, you know, I miss a lot of family time, you know, on the road and traveling a lot on, uh, during the season. So just getting to spend time with her and, you know, just going through everyday life with her and my wife. I think that's going to be fun. Um, yeah, we're going to take a trip to Colorado at some point. I think we're going to go up in the mountains, just hang out for like four or five days and just kind of kick back and relax and decompress a little bit. So that, that'll be fun as well.
Hey, Ryan, yesterday. does your wife – oh, sorry, Crutch. I was going to say, does your wife, when you got done with the season, was she just like here? Like this? She was just like here and just dropped her baby and was like, now it's your turn. Out the door. Yeah, basically. She's like, I'll, I'll handle it during the season, you know, for eight months, but the off season's mine. You know, you're, you're getting up and helping her if she needs something in the middle of the night. So it's, it's my turn now. She's like, girls trip to Miami. Let's go. Ryan's got the baby. <laughs> hey, last night, Wayno posted on Twitter that he was watching – that he was watching Field of Dreams as like like the first night after he quit playing, retired, quit, whatever it is. But you think that was a good move by him or is it a bad move? He posed the question to Twitter. Should he have watched that movie right away or is it like, you know, he's already he's coming out of the corn now. He's not he's not the one hitting hitting the ground balls. Uh this this might be like a baseball sim, but I've never actually even watched that movie, so I don't know really what goes on there. Um so I don't. I don't really know uh, how to answer that question. <laughs> okay. Next question. Okay, Ryan. They make fun yeah. of me for not seeing the Sandlot, so don't feel bad. They, they make not fun of me for I've never seen the Sandlot. good on the Sandlot. Yeah, I've never seen that one, so they make fun of me all the time. Don't worry. Now it's just a thing for you, AJ. Now it's just a thing that you've never seen it. Like you've seen no, every other confused. baseball movie. Now I just refuse to watch it. What, yeah. what were the Field of Dreams games though? You had the White Sox and Yankees. 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 Tim Anderson. And then yeah. the second, there was that one was the other, Apex. Or, or, uh, Reds, Cubs. Oh, well, Cubs! It was it was Cubs. It was okay. Cubs. Reds. So Cardinals. Have, I was gonna say, so you're off the hook for now. But when Field of Dreams does come back, if you guys are in it, are you gonna watch it before or whatever? You're just gonna I, play. Yeah, I feel like I have to now. You know, I can't I can't go there and not know what's going on. So put it on your list for this off season. Long yeah. toss. I want to I want to know who do you throw with? Who the heck out in Oklahoma is like? Yeah, you throw 105. I'll get back there. So my first, yeah, like, my seven off-seasons, I uh, worked out at home by myself. And my pitching coach was the head coach at my D2. So I would actually play catch with him every day um, just because, you know, kids are in class all day and I really had nobody else to play catch with. So he would actually play catch with me. Um, but he got a different job. He, he moved on. And so I don't really know anybody there anymore. So I've actually worked out at the University of Arkansas last year where there's a few guys um, – that play pro ball and that, that was a great setup you know they have great facilities and that was that was an awesome experience last year that's cool yeah you gotta go to school all right um <laughs> what i don't it, no i'm saying like he's got to find people to throw uh, with it's a big yeah but it's player. not just like you finding yeah, something he like to, he's not, he can go to his local high school and be like yeah. hey dude no. catch this bully for real quick <laughs> he can't no. oh, he can't that's what i'm saying Oh. It takes a little work. It's a real job. Well, Ryan, dude, great catching up with you. Um, yep. Enjoy the off season. We'll catch you a little bit later on in the off season and, and relax, kick back, and good luck to your boy Monty tonight. Sounds good. Appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good one. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.